hey guys, we hope you are doing amazing. We have a great episode for you today. Cody and I got to go sit down with Gabriel Palmer, who's doing so many amazing things in Atlanta and throughout the world. And he's just one of those guys that it's hard to believe he's accomplishing it all. And uh, yet he's doing it with so much humility and such a heart. And so uh, we just were so blessed to be able to sit down with him. He shared so much great insight with us that we can't wait for you guys to hear. He's gonna talk about what it looks like to lead international ministries and communicate cross-culturally. And he also has a lot to say on what it looks like to be a young leader and to deal with discouragement, which is so easy to set in in all of our different spheres of leadership. And so, man, we just can't thank him enough for all that he shared. It's going to be a great interview. We hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, here is Gabe Palmer. are so honored just to be sitting down with Mr. Gabe Palmer. Thanks for being here with yeah, us. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, man. So, um, Gabe, why don't you tell us a little bit of what you do? Because you wear a lot of different hats when it sure. comes to leadership and what's going on with your ministries in Atlanta. Sure. So, um, I'm the director of a ministry called Send 56, the U.S. director. Um, what we do is we train, send, and assist African missionaries to unreached people groups. So that's my primary role um, with with Send 56 is on the U.S. side is uh, raising awareness and um, funds and different things like that um, for African missionaries, which is yeah. sort of a different thing. Most people like uh, when we think about missionaries, we tend to think just Western missionaries, mm-hmm. but uh, God has raised up uh, tens of thousands of African believers and. There's thousands of unreached people groups on the continent of Africa that um, um, they want to reach. And so my heart is being a bridge of resources to those uh, African leaders and um, helping them to reach the unreached. Um, People have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that's that's one of the main things I do, um, as well as a community life pastor at uh, International House of Prayer. So, and then here at the Dream Center, I've also uh, helped uh, I no longer work here, but it helped start this about 14 years ago. And so it's just a huge, uh, huge blessing to be a part of this, too. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That that's, is awesome. Yeah. That's kind of like several episodes ago, we talked about how, like, we you struggle with, like, trying to get stuff done. And it's like, well, he gave us kind of like the Beyonce has 24 <laughs> hours in a day to say everybody else. And he still gets all this stuff done. It's like, that's a lot of stuff you got going on. But that's that's awesome. Yeah, it that's is really it cool. is a lot of stuff. And actually, I'll be honest with you, a lot of times I think, I don't know how, I'm, how I could do this. I, I, I get a little, yeah. yeah, you get a little stressed yeah. out in the midst yeah. of it. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. What yeah. am I doing? I, I'm not saying yes to too much. But <laughs> but then, uh, uh, you know, God calls you to it. He'll make a, he'll make a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have a pretty large family as well. You're a yeah. father, and a husband, and father going on number eight. Eight, eight yeah. Which that's a whole. We can talk leadership. That's a whole nother leadership <laughs> level. <laughs> right. Gosh. And uh, so yeah, we're going on number eight, and I've been married 15 years and loving life. He's got a beautiful yeah. family. So that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love awesome. to ask you, you know, specifically about some of these ministries. Yeah. But first, I guess that's um, kind of a big question: is how do you balance all the different spheres of your life? Um, what have you learned just being a leader in those areas? I, you know, um, the main thing of being that I've learned is, is really to abide in the Lord and abide in Christ because, um, otherwise I'll be honest, let's get stressed out. They know there's too much to do. Um, and there's so many things I, I feel in my own heart that I can do. And I think a lot of people feel that, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there. Like I want to, I want to be able to 
express or to be able to get out and uh, be able to use, you know, inside of us. And uh, so often that, you know, it just gets overwhelming. You know, or we're looking for the uh, constantly knocking on the doors, trying to figure out where where can I um, uh, use my talents and my giftings. And I've honestly found that the more that I press into just spending time with God by myself, um, the more it actually gives me um, clarity, energy, um, um, and the focus you need to, to do these type of things. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, as, as a, especially as just a Christian leader, I think just we can't overemphasize, and it's all the stuff we know, prayer and stuff, but we can't, I can't overemphasize, empathize, empathize, mm-hmm. em, empathize. Am I saying that right? <laughs> Emphasize. Emphasize. Yeah, that's it. I was like, I'm adding the wrong, wrong letters there. Emphasize uh, the importance of just spending time with the Lord. Um, he, we talk about leadership. He's the ultimate leader. So getting getting downloads from him is vital. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get it. You want to get it right. You know. So. It's good. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. So. Yeah, we were looking at um, a lot of what you guys do with Sin Fifty Six, yeah. and you mentioned at the beginning um, that you actually equip missionaries already on the ground in Africa. Yeah. And uh, can you speak a little bit more to that and what you guys do? Sure. So we have a we have two schools in East Africa. They're they're training schools. They're two-year uh, mission training schools. They we teach them um, of course like biblical basis and missiology and then we focus heavily on Islamic apologetics mm-hmm. and Islamic evangelism uh, because there's um, just a multitude of uh, Muslims in those in those regions, yeah. and um, so we're really trying to penetrate the gospel in those areas. And so we have two schools there um, in, in East Africa. Um, I am on the international leadership team, so I was with uh, three others. Um, two uh, two of them work at um, um, actually all three of them work on the continent of Africa, and I work here in the U.S. And we we hold Skype meetings regularly and and um, just strategize on what's our next move uh what's what's our you know what are the next guys that we're going to send out um i of course work with partnerships with people here um play uh, ministries like serve international or renew outreach and uh, different ministries that are doing fantastic stuff um but they they're look they're they're needing the connections to the guys that we have that are yeah. down the field so currently we have missionaries on five in five countries in Ethiopia, South Sudan, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, and um, uh, soon to be Somalia as well. And yeah. so we're just really excited about about that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So how like as you guys train up these missionaries to go out? Which one? I just love that model of like yeah. you're taking like people that are native to these countries yeah. that know the culture, the language, like they already know all like what it's like living there, like everything. Yeah. And you're really just training them up to be able to reach the people around them and. Um, and I, I love that model. That's yeah. awesome. So how does that shift happen from like uh, being somebody that leads followers or, or leading a team that you're all working to get something done to to shifting that to leading those missionaries who are essentially going to be leading other people? Like, sure. How does how do you how do you handle that? And how do you guys train them up? To you know, that? our philosophy is this: we're uh, our philosophy is that we're there to serve, and we're here to serve um, the nationals there. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's what true leadership is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say I like to say it this way. I, I say it to myself, and I try to you know with our teams as well, you know to to um, to lead well by serving well, and to serve well by leading well. 
because Jesus said, you know, in the kingdom of God, it's actually not a hierarchy where the mm-hmm. leaders on top, the leaders are tend to be, they're supposed to be on the bottom, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's a different mindset than the world's mindset. Because in the world's mindset, you get your minions under you yeah. and they do all your stuff for you. Uh, but that's not the way the kingdom, mm-hmm. the way the kingdom's opposite, you become the minion and you yeah. um, actually serve. And so our, our whole philosophy there is to serve the nationals. And we make it clear, like we're here, we're here to, obviously teach you mm-hmm. but uh ultimately to teach you and like let you loose mm-hmm. and then help you along the way and just be mm-hmm. be um a guide for you be a support for you and um, um help help where where you need help mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's one of the key things is understanding especially for, especially for young leaders is that leadership isn't in the kingdom is actually not top to bottom it's bottom to top wow. and it's it's uh, to learn that um, is the most effective way. It doesn't seem to be the most effective way in our minds, mm-hmm. but again, if uh, if Jesus is that is the you know the a leader of all leaders, mm-hmm. like the preeminent leader, the best of all, and he says this is the best strategy, then it actually is the best strategy. And yeah. if we just get in our hearts, okay, no, I'm here to serve. Um, and I, the gifting God's give to me, you know, in leadership that we see, you know, those type of qualities, it's not, it's meant to, to serve others, you know, lead, mm-hmm. lead well by serving well and serve well by leading well. Yeah. And, and so. That's huge. That's I think awesome. it's huge for any type of leader, no matter where you're leading at, yeah. to mm-hmm. view your role as serving others. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And you guys do a lot of work, um, obviously cross-culturally. Yeah. Which is, um. I'm sure at times a huge challenge. It's a challenge. Um, what would you say that maybe a leader who's trying to do something that is cross-cultural? Sure. Um, what challenges have you seen, and how have you navigated some of those? Um, I, I would say that it takes a lot of humility um, because there's so much misunderstanding when it comes to cross-cultural. When we think cross-cultural, uh, you know, we usually think culturally, think oh, different type of food, different type of language, and sort of they interact different. But cultures are not, I mean, they go so much deeper than that. It's really like different sports. And so you're coming from like uh, a mentality of playing baseball, and but they're from a mentality of playing football or something, and you try to bring that together, and it's like you're on completely different. I mean, the field's not even the same. Yeah. Everything's vastly different. So there's a lot of potential uh, misunderstandings. There's a lot of uh, difficulty of working that stuff out. Um and it takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of like, okay, I want to come and understand your point of view mm-hmm. instead of just trying to bring my point of view, um, even though uh, you know it might be a proven way and it's, it works. But um, trying to understand that their point of view, um, because they do their, they do what they do for a reason, mm-hmm. just like we do what we do in our culture for a reason. And sure, in both cultures, there's things that need to change, ultimately. But there's really good things that you don't want to lose. And you don't want to, as especially as Westerners, because we tend to have, you know, we tend to go and dominate or t- tend to change, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, bring all the change. But there's some things you don't want to change. You, yeah. What their cultures have are beautiful before mm-hmm. the Lord. They're beautiful. They're effective. Um, but they're vast, they can be vastly different um, uh, and counterintuitive to our cultures. And so... Say all that, it's a learning experience of walking humbly with one another. And um, um, again, though, true, authentic leaders need humility is a, mm-hmm. something that's usually not talked about 
most, you know, confidence that you just talked about the most. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, vision is talked about a lot, but humility is a key, key factor for effective long-term mission, uh, long-term, uh, leaders. Yeah. I think that's important no matter what type of culture you're talking about. Cause you're obviously talking about international cultures. Yeah. Me and Cody, we work with middle school and high school students Yeah, Yeah. and that's a culture on its own. Yeah, for sure. You know, but there's some truth to that is it's so easy for us to step in and as leaders say, well, we know what we're doing because we've been trained in this and let Mm -hmm. me show you what to do. And when there are pieces of their culture, we need to just be humble to as well and and learn from them and hear from them. So I think that's huge no matter what sphere. I agree. Yes, it is. It is. Well, I think that goes along too with what you were just saying about if you're if you're a leader, you need to be focused on serving the people that you're leading. And so, right. there's not a better way to serve somebody than just be humble and listen to their point of view and really try to understand them, That's so right. that you can see like, well, maybe we can do this differently, or like. This is perfect. Like now that I understand this more, let's just keep that's doing right. this. You know, so that, that's awesome. That's right, and it also um, um, it also helps you win over hearts, mm-hmm. and I think that's a huge aspect of leadership as well. Yeah. Not just mm-hmm. trying to get people to do things, or um, you know, to help build your dream, but but connecting at a heart level where we're doing it together because we because we found this mutual love for one another and like hey. You know, we, uh, you know, you understand, or at least you try to understand me, mm-hmm. you know, not just try to correct me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a key thing of wow. trying to win hearts, mm-hmm. especially those that are serving with you or under you. And I think that part of listening mm-hmm. and trying to get their point of view is vital yeah. um, because then they feel valued, mm-hmm. you know. And um, it's easy to just, again, tell people what to do or easy just to give, you know, uh, instruction and here's the, here's what you're supposed to do. Here's the right. Here's the wrong. Uh, but it's a whole other level to win over the hearts, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I honestly I, I try to look at I look at Jesus. How did he do it? Mm-hmm. You know, and how does he continue to do it? You know, he he doesn't uh, tend to. He of course we have the rules. We know what's right and wrong, and he gives us all that stuff. But he doesn't come down and just be like, you know, this is. You know, this is what you're supposed to do. He, he's constantly winning our hearts. So we're saying, yeah, you know what? I actually want to follow you. Mm-hmm. Not because I have to. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because I'm getting paid, you know, whatever. You know, yeah. it's because yeah. there's bonuses for me, but because yeah. I really like you. I want to do what you're doing. Yeah. That's 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 perfect leadership. That's yeah. what we have to go after. How do we get the people under us, around us, that we're connecting at a heart level? And mm-hmm. we feel that love yeah. for one another. So. That's awesome. <clears throat> when you said that, people need to know that you care about them and not just want to fix them. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah, that's that is huge. huge. Yeah. yeah, thanks for that, man. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, you also are on the uh, executive leadership team with IHOP. That's correct. And for those yeah. listening who don't know what that is, that's not, not the, the pancake, pancake place. place. <laughs> yeah, not the pancake place. <laughs> Which would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be awesome. Actually, I like that place. <laughs> go there sometimes. Uh, yeah, at the International House of Prayer. So I'm the community life pastor there on the executive team. And uh, it's a great it's a great team. One of the uh, I, I love being on that executive team. Um, talk about high octane leaders that are just walking humility and stuff we just talked about. Yeah. that's this is a it's an amazing team. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, for those who don't know, what's a little bit of sure. what IHOP does? So we are twenty four seven live worship and prayer. Uh, we've been going on for eleven years. Uh, so two a.m. There's someone like strumming guitar, playing piano, worshiping Jesus. Um, um, and so our main mandate is 24-7 worship and prayer for the for the region, for the community and region, partner with a, a lot of different churches. 
um, that, you know, come in and use the prayer room and, and whatnot. And so that's our main focus. And it takes a ton of resources to do yeah, that. I'm you know, sure. yeah. uh, there, I mean, there's really real people that are, you know, even right now they're doing it. Um, and it hasn't stopped for the last 11 years, which is just a wow. miracle, honestly, because mm. um, the last four or five years, I mean, we've been there. Uh, there's many times I'm thinking, well, it's not going to last much longer. This is yeah. tough. Getting, you know, you have to have people, real people right. doing real sets on a continuous basis. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's been, uh, uh, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's definitely the Lord. If the Lord builds a house, you know, it, it can be done and he's yeah. building it. He's continuing to do it. So yeah. yeah, it's a unique thing. It's not, you know, a lot of people are like, wow, what a 24 seven live worship yeah. prayer. Why yeah. the heck would you do that? <laughs> we just say Jesus is worthy of it. He's yeah. just worthy of it. I mean, they're doing it in heaven. They're not sitting there saying, why am I doing this? They're like, yeah. This yeah. is there's, this is the proper response yeah. to what they're seeing, yeah. and so it's we good. feel the same way. It's a proper response. Yeah, and so. I, like you mentioned, how many resources that takes because that's what I was really going to ask is yeah. because mm. you know even our role, there are mm. weeks or days we are just desperate for more leaders and yeah. trying to fill those um, those gaps, you know, sure. for those resources. Um, and you're running something that's twenty four seven that yeah. obviously takes a lot. Mm. Um, what are some of the challenges in just trying to? find and, and recruit leaders sure. and what is, do you see any of that in your role yeah i definitely do um the you know it's uh the challenge is this is not to give up hmm. and to continue to push through when when you you get a lot of no's or there's just you don't see the answers hmm. right away but to continue to push through you know endurance something i've actually been studying a little bit is endurance we have a real need for endurance and sometimes we just quit too easily. Mm. We give up when there's a challenge or we just can't say there's too many people saying no. And I'll tell you, I'll get I'll get fifteen to twenty no's before I get a yes. Usually mm. for someone to hey, can you fill this spot? So, you know, someone's out, we need to fill this in. Yeah. Or we're, you know, this thing is all coming down and you know, I'll get fifteen, twenty no's, you know, people have to do other things and doing yeah. stuff. Um, but um, there's always that there's always one. There's always somebody. And I think um, we we tend to be in our culture. We tend to be pretty soft. We don't you know. We, we get endurance when he, when we talk about like weightlifting or sports. Right, we'll do that. But when it comes to other things like you know whether it's in our family and our work, uh, you know, endurance is like oh I know it's you know I, I'm owed something instead of yeah. you know I'm here to give something and I'm gonna do it as the best of my ability and you know. Um, what encourages my heart, what I keep going after is, is this, is God's not going to, he's not, I'm not going to be judged necessarily on my results, but I will be judged on my faithfulness. If I just be faithful to continue to like, all right, we're going to have to, you know, get these other resources and I'll let him get the results as long as I'll just be faithful and say, all right, I'm going to keep pushing through and endure, you know, when those obstacles come up, um, that's what keeps my heart encouraged and be like, all right, that's, that's what he's just, he's just asking me just to be faithful to what I said I'll do and what I, what I'm supposed to do. And, um, I'll let him, you know, handle the results. And, uh, uh so far it's worked yeah. <laughs> so yeah. far. Yeah, there's, you know, people, um, you know, teams are built, uh, people are found, you know, you need certain people for certain things, you know, not only the sets there, but it's a whole organization. So mm-hmm. you have, different things of marketing or different, you know, aspects of community building. You need, you need people for these things. Yeah. And, um, um, the Lord keeps bringing them as we keep looking, you know, mm-hmm. and not, and not getting discouraged or letting discourage settle in. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm sure that, especially leading in so many areas, discouragement is probably something that does hit at times. For sure. You know, yeah. and um, what do you do in those moments where you do feel like you're at the end of your rope and then you're sure. discouraged? What kind of do you cling to or run to? You know, I look at discouragement. It's a, it's the lack of courage. And I just ask the Lord, I need courage. And I really recognize I don't have a lot of courage um, in those times. Like, I'm, it's the word discouraged. I'm, I'm losing courage. Yeah. And that's why we need encouragement, which is gaining courage. Mm-hmm. And, and throughout Scripture, tells us to be courageous. And he tells Joshua, you know, the young leader, right? From, you know, right after Moses passes, it's Joshua. And, and the Lord tells him, like, I don't know, five or six, seven times in the first, you know, few times he's speaking to him, like, yeah. be courageous. Be strong, be courageous, mm-hmm. and that's what's needed is courage. Because discouragement comes in, and and discourage itself. Discouragement itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's what we do with it. It's if we let that dictate what we're going to do, mm-hmm. or if we're going to be courageous in the midst of looking at, you know, where it feels like it's falling apart. It's not working. Um, it's not looking like I thought it would look. You know, all of those things that can bring discouragement and sometimes it's just you just feel discouraged you wake up you know and you're just like ah it's just not as not as energized today as i want to be um but those are the times we need courage Mm. and again in our society we need courage we need men and women that are courageous Mm. they're saying you know what in the midst of difficulty uh discouragement i need to be courageous and push through and lo and behold you know next day comes and you tend to feel a little bit different all of a sudden you're yeah. like you know what most of it's just emotional yeah, <laughs> it's not right. even reality yeah. you yeah. know it's just our perception which isn't which is very limited we yeah. can't see it all so yeah, yeah. yeah. well it, that's huge because all the times that like that i've been discouraged or like just thinking about discouragement my mindset is like how can i change the situation or what can i do yeah. to fix this and really it's something i need to fix in me or yeah. like look to in myself of like I need to change how I'm viewing this or, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's, that's exactly. usually just changing your mindset on what discouragement actually is. That's it's right. It's not the situation. It's like our own courage. That's, that's the problem, you know, so that's, that's right. That's huge. That's right. That's and huge. usually it's our own perception, which we got to realize that we don't see it all yeah. and we can't see it all. And yeah. many times our perception's not even right. You know, it might be right in that little bit, but it's not the full truth. And so mm-hmm. step back and say, you know what, um, you know, getting into another perspective yeah. and be able to see it from a different point of view. Um, or when you just can't, there's that time, like, you know what, time's still going by, I'm going to keep pushing on, mm-hmm. and I'm going to believe I'm going to get up the next morning, and it's going to be, you know, different, yeah. you know, and yeah. sometimes that's what it takes, too, Yeah, it's that yeah. perseverance. Yeah. I love that, you know, with what you're doing with Sin 56 is, the goal is such a big one. Yeah, <laughs> it, is. it is. I mean, your goal is to what, send 10,000? 10, 10, yeah, I mean, that's 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 the phrase we use if we're ever going to reach out. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, you know, our heart, our goal is to reach, you know, the there's about 1,000 unreached people groups still yeah. on, the, on the continent of Africa. And so the number we felt the Lord gave was 10,000. Yeah. But, you know, we're just, yeah, it's a big goal for sure. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. And the guys we send out there, they're facing even bigger, you know, they're facing people that in whole tribes and towns and villages that actually don't even want them there mm-hmm. um and that takes a lot and these guys that uh you know these are people no one knows their names you know they're dennis's and deeds and susan's and these people that are out there that no one knows their names but they're like the heroes of the faith because uh, i mean talk about mm-hmm. discouragement talk about not just being it's one thing to be discouraged when you like are living you know how we live in the united states we 
honestly, we're pretty plush right. compared to the rest of the world. But they, you know, live in, you know, unimaginable circumstances. Uh, mud huts, you know, little water, you know, famine in the region. And they're trying to reach people that actually don't want them there. I mean... If you want to talk discouragement, it's probably like all the elements of that. <laughs> like right. you can bring right there, yeah. but they, but they push on, and they're like, yeah. no. And what keeps them going is this: they they look at Jesus, and say he's worth it, he's worth it. And if we we get a goal that's worth it, then we're able, we're willing to pay the price yeah. to obtain that goal. Yeah, you know, and that's a key thing: is saying is keeping our eyes on the goal. Is it worth it? Is he worth it? And we're, when we see, when we, the more that we see the value of the end prize, the more we're like, yeah, this is worth it. I could, I could wow. do this, you know. It's yeah. good. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Um, so awesome. we kind of, we like to sort of end on this question um, of, you know, talking to young leaders, possibly listening. What would you have said to yourself, you know, at 25? So what do I say to myself at 25? <laughs> I would have probably said this, uh, uh, do not be anxious. Mm-hmm. Time will time will come. Things will happen. And at twenty five, I was pretty anxious. Like, I want to you know start things. I want to get things rolling. I want to do. Uh, uh, I you know I don't want to sit around, which is good. I you know we don't want necessarily that. But there is also this this place. Looking back, I find over time, I'm like you know what, whatever it ends up looking like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to. It's uh, my value is not going to be found in what I do be found in who I am and so I would say you know just just, the Lord has you he's he's the one if he said you know he's 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 has a goal for you you're gonna reach it and just uh uh enjoy life enjoy it and don't stress out too much (laughs) that's good I think that's huge for for anyone listening yeah and uh so just thanks for even taking the time to share with us Um, all of that, Gabe, we really appreciate it and are huge fans of what you guys are doing. Um, if people want to get in contact with Sin56 sure. or IHOP, what are some ways they can kind of connect? Yeah, our web, our website's a, the best way probably. It's sin56.org. It's ihop-alanda.com. And um, I had a lot of information there. And one of the things we, we encourage people to do with uh, Sin56 is these guys that are out in the field as African missionaries, these guys are out there um, you know, on between two to four hundred dollars a month is all it costs for those guys to be out there, wow. and it's, an, it's a great way for people to be involved with the Great Commission by giving twenty-five or fifty dollars a month. And they yeah. can learn more on our website on that, and that all that goes straight over there. I don't get a salary or anything from that. Hundred percent of the funds go wow. um, to the front lines there to continue to focus their yeah. attention um, on reaching the unreached. Yeah. And so um, um, that and. And in prayer, so yeah, you can learn more on those websites. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. What a huge way yeah. too to validate and encourage the people, like you said, who are over that's there, right. discouraged and feel like no one knows their name, that's but right. to actually know their name that's and right. support mm-hmm. what they're doing. So that's that's, right. yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, so. yeah, awesome. Right. And I love also on your Facebook page. I saw um, you guys post stories of what's going on right. over there on the field. Yeah, you and can keep up with us on Facebook or on Twitter, and uh, our guys, they, you know. Facebook's awesome because we're able to connect now yeah. so quick, and they um, the minute the stories they give to us, we a lot of times will immediately post those so people can see what's actually happening out there, and you'll you get some of the greatest miracle stories yeah, that you'll right. that you'll find. Talk about yeah. encouragement, some yeah, of those. super I was like, Man, encouragement. I can face my day because I know that's happening. That's right, right there. Like, yeah. it's exactly. So. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Gabe, seriously, we can't thank you enough. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank Thanks you for the opportunity. Time. Absolutely, yeah. man.